Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show for another night. Dom, you would know one of the best things in the world are small business names. Aren't they uh, the greatest thing ever? What, what, what do you mean? Like the creativity some people take to their business name? Well, there's two things. Yeah. When they're small businesses, they're more likely to be interesting names because your big businesses, there's too much money involved. Right. There's too many people. <laughs> there's too many focus groups. The small businesses, they'll have the puns. Yep. They will have the funny titles, <laughs> all the good stuff. Right. So you're saying that, that often when it's a big corporation, when they've, when they've got numerous stores across the country, yep. they're not able to, to have a bit of fun with the name. But when it's just a mum and dad operation, they can do what they like. I was Parked behind a van oh, yeah. <laughs> with their business name on the back of the car today. Yep. And it was the greatest name I've ever seen. Can you give me any hints of like the industry they worked in or, or anything at all? Or would that ruin the whole thing? Um, a trade. A trade. Okay. But I want to share this name tonight. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. <laughs> it's rare that a trade has a pun name, but I'm looking forward to that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, you can learn a lot about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why we do this. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, I've been through your week of Google searches. I've picked out my favourite three. Mm. I'm going to read them out, and I want you to explain to the people of the country why you Googled what you have Googled. Can I just ask before we get started on this one? It's been, yes. We've been doing this for oh, a few months now. Yeah. Is this like a permanent thing that you're going to keep going through my Google history? or was this? A, um, I was under the understanding this was a short-term thing. Um, well, as long as you keep Googling weird and wonderful things, (laughs) we'll still do it, okay? The day that we get through your Google search history and there's nothing there, we'll stop it. Uh, Okay, well, what what have I Googled? Saturday, 5.09am. Is my phone recording me? (laughs) Okay, I saw an article come up on Facebook. Now, I don't know if this is the, like, the fake news that everyone talks about (laughs) or true. Who's everyone? (laughs) Oh, everyone says there's fake news on Facebook, don't they? That was the whole Trump thing? Sure, I don't really whatever. know. Anyway, apparently it said that, that people at Apple and, like, uh, with my phone provider... Yeah. ...can, like, my phone's constantly recording and transmitting messages. What were you afraid that they would hear? <laughs> what were you... <laughs> what were you saying around the phone? Uh, look, you're right. I'm not privy to any confidential information. Really, there's not much they'd get on me. <laughs> It would be a pretty boring person who was tapping my phone. Yeah. But, you know, I just I wanted to know if it was true or not. And what did you find? Well, the only website I found that said it was true also said that the government was lizard people. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go out on a leg and say it's probably not true. All right, the next thing you Googled, Thursday at 2.25am. What is toothpaste? <laughs> you are going to the bathroom and finding... A new substance, did you? I haven't seen this before. Obviously, this? obviously I know what toothpaste is in that sense. Oh, okay. No, no, no. My one, my question was, though, what what actually is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Okay, so, like, for example, I know bread is made up of grains and things like that, right? <laughs> no, but what's in toothpaste? Right. Somehow, I, I have just my whole life trusted that I squeeze this out of the tube onto a toothbrush and it will make my teeth cleaner and my breath smell nice. Mm. But I've never questioned for a minute what they're putting in there. Now, you actually went on quite a run here of Googles. Do you <laughs> remember I? the other things you Googled around the same time? No. You also Googled, what is soap <laughs> and what is shampoo? <laughs> <laughs> so you're obviously, what were you like, you had just had a shower? Yes. And you, were, you had a lot of questions to ask. Well, 
I just realised these are things that my whole life I've surrounded myself with and used without any questioning. Why didn't you just read the back of the pack? Oh, it had a lot of, like, chemical. I don't know what the chemical names are. I just wanted someone to tell me, basically, what are these things? But I'm pretty sure that if you Googled it, you'd just get the chemicals. Yeah, I'm no closer to the truth, <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest. The search continues. All right, the last thing you Googled, Friday, 2.18 a.m. Is it wrong to eat a steak in front of a cow? <laughs> Okay. It seems pretty weird. <laughs> it's not like... I want to be really clear, right? This that seems is... like a very sadistic thing to do. <laughs> I'm not saying that I wanted to set up a table and chair in a valley, <laughs> in a paddock, in, in front of a cow. I was watching a TV show on Netflix, and there was a scene where they're having like a, an outdoor lunch, right? Mm. And one of the guys eating steaks. And there's like cows in the paddock literally right next to them. And mm. I was just wondering, like, is there, a, is there something weird about that? Yeah, there definitely is. Yeah. But what do you mean, is it wrong? What do you think? <laughs> just morally, ethically, is that wrong? And what did you find? Uh, there were actually no links to this at all. This is, I don't it's think, not something that comes up too often? Uh, you know how sometimes it will say, is this return 9 million <laughs> results? I think this might be the first thing someone's Googled that they're just like, we got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now imagine mm, you're working away at your office one day and in walks a new employee and it just so happens to be your ex-boyfriend. Not only your ex-boyfriend, but the first boyfriend you ever had from grade one. (laughs) This is exactly what's happened in our office here at the radio station this week, Zach, uh, where uh, one of our colleagues, Tegan, has been reconnected, unintentionally reconnected with her first flame. Now, we have Tegan on the line, Dom. Can you explain what's happened here? Okay, so um, basically what happened is we had a three-teamer come up to me and ask me, hey, do you know um, Trent? And then all of the elements came together and I recognised his face, even though he was about 20 years older than he was when we were in grade one. And I realised who it was and I was forever embarrassed. My first question is, I want to know about the relationship with Trent back in grade one. (laughs) How did it begin? What are your memories of that relationship? Okay. When I I explained to somebody that he was my grade one boyfriend, um, I kind of said that in a way that we didn't have a relationship and he was basically everybody's crush he was like you know a little tanned nice looking boy very friendly and everyone had a big crush on him so you know being six years old we all went home and said that he was um our boyfriend well trent was the he was the george clooney of your grade he was the brad pitt wasn't he the gosling oh 100 and mm. like you know he actually left at the end of grade one so the fact that i remembered him <laughs> after he left after grade one is a big, you know, he obviously had an impact on us all. So, Mm. Tegan, how do you feel having this Casanova (laughs) back in your workplace? You know, to be be honest, like, I'm like a pretty established adult now, but I feel, like, a bit nervous in the hallways. And he obviously remembers who I am and he remembers that, like, I know who he is. And, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very overwhelming. Well, Tegan, here's the exciting thing. Up next, we have a very exciting guest joining us, <laughs> and I have a feeling that um, there might be some love in the air. This is so not on. <laughs> I'm so stitched up. I'm just having a nice dinner. Like, oh, no. 
Um, well, look, what we're going to do is we're going to go to a song, Tegan. After this, we're going to reconnect you with Trent. We're going to give you a few minutes here. Compose your thoughts because <laughs> love will be blooming on the radio after this. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, right now we are rekindling somebody's old flame. We have a love story 20 years in the making. Yep. Can you imagine being at work? Mm. Then the new guy walks in. Who is it? It was the first crush you ever had. You never got the opportunity to tell him how you really feel. Yep. And so you get the opportunity on national radio. That's exactly <laughs> what we're doing tonight, Dom. We're giving Tegan, who works in our office, yes. the opportunity to express some feelings she's had for 20 years and hasn't had the opportunity. <laughs> so, Tegan, you've been telling us about Trent, who's just started working here. He was your year one boyfriend. He was a man of mystery. You, you, your first love, I think it would be fair to say. Was he your first kiss, Tegan? Is that too intrusive? You know what? Like, it happened when I was six. I'm now 20 years older, so I don't remember. Maybe there was a little kiss in the playground. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe old mate can confirm. Uh, there might have been a game of catch and kiss. Do you remember that game? Uh, yes. No, I do. Oh, I was yeah, not allowed to play it. that game in primary school, Zach. By whose rules? Your I, parents? Well, you know I was in the teddy bear club, so I was off to oh, my... That was the other the other kids <laughs> in the school said you weren't allowed to play. Oh, that's not very nice. All right, Tegan. Can I just say, like, a lot changes in 20 years. Like, I'm not prepared to even say I'm committed to this situation. I don't know this person. Well, before we connect Trent and Tegan, I just want to know, what was it about him back then that that maybe won you over, that won your heart? I think he, I just remember him being like tanned. Mm. That's all. We can check if he's still tanned. Here's the moment of truth, though. I'll just connect him. Welcome to the show, Trent. Uh, Do you have any idea why we're calling you? Um, No, I don't. (laughs) Well, we have great news for you, Trent. A great opportunity. Yeah. We have heard around the office, we know that you've recently started working at the radio station. Yep. That yes. there is someone working here from your past yes. who has from something they would like to express. <laughs> okay. And they haven't been able to do it for 20 years. I think I might know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's extremely awkward. Uh, well, it's about to be Trent. That's for sure. <laughs> that's the oh, aim. Um, we have Tegan on the other line. Your grade one <laughs> girlfriend, Trent. What do you want to say to Trent first off? I want to say I'm so sorry, Trent, that you've been put in this situation that I have because this is a stitch up of the century, and I'm so sorry. Uh, Tegan, you're a bit shy now. We understand that, but Trent, Tegan has already oh, told so us good. that uh, she thought that you had great olive skin. Yep. Uh, that you were the George Clooney of grade one. And she never got the opportunity to tell you that. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. that's quite a name. Thank you so much. I can hear <laughs> the chemistry. At all. And Trent, what do you remember about Tegan? Um, what I remember about Tegan, she was always very lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was always keen to help out with the drawing between the lines and the class activities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, look at that, sharing a laugh, Dom. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. They're, they're going right back to where they were in grade one. Here we go, Tegan. 20 years later, you have your chance. Would you like to express uh, how you feel towards Trent? I mean, I think he's being very polite given the circumstance and it's great. Now, guys, I don't want to push you anywhere that you don't want to go, but is it too early to use the word love? <laughs> Probably, um, if not definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, no, no. Here's the important question. Trent, are you currently single? No, I'm not. Oh, oh no! 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 What's <laughs> happened? Hold on, you're not talking about Tegan, are you? You're not talking about this relationship? No, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, this is this is a major kink in the plan. Tegan, I'm so sorry for the heartbreak. Um, (laughs) Pretty solid thing, Trent, you reckon? This is uh, pretty sturdy what you're in? Uh, Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, Jeez, that's... uh... Look, Tegan, uh, we're sorry to put you through this. I mean, 20 years ago, Trent first left grade one and he left you heartbroken. (laughs) 20 years later, on national radio, he breaks your heart again. One man, <laughs> twice in a lifetime. This is devastating. Do you know what, Tegan? I think you need to, you finally might need to leave Trent in your past and move on. Well, apparently, yeah. Thanks for uh, <laughs> giving me the clarity that I've needed for 20 years. <laughs> and, um, yeah. We'll still see each other around the office. Oh, this is. I don't know. I think I might resign, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this is more awkward than the breakup I married at first sight last night. We've so. actually just had the full cycle. We had hope at the start of the relationship. We did. We did. Uh, we went through some rocky times in the middle. Yep. And now we've heard a breakup all within just a couple of minutes. <laughs> wow. Well, look, thank you, Tegan. Thank you, Trent. Uh, hopefully, hearts aren't too broken. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? We want to know. 131060. If you are on your way home at the moment by asking you three questions, mm. we think we can guess where you have been. Hannah is our first contestant tonight. Zach, you've got question one for Hannah. Hannah, have you ever been barefoot in the building you're in tonight? Um, yeah, I have. You have. Mm. Okay. That's an interesting... Where would you be barefoot? I mean, home, a, a home, house? home, a friend's house, maybe. Mm. Or could barefoot be bowling. <laughs> it could be a lawn bowl. God, that's, that's not a bad one. Um, Hannah, have you been planning to go to this place for a while, or was it more spontaneous? Um, I... Yeah, I plan... I go there every week, so... Okay. Okay, go there every week. I guess I plan it. <laughs> it's okay. a weekly event, and it's planned. That's interesting. You got last one, Zach? And Hannah, do you pay money to go there, earn money there, or no money is involved whatsoever? I pay money. Oh, I think barefoot bowls isn't a bad guess. But Would you do that know. at midnight? Though? But also, like, it might be somewhere where you get changed. So bowling, so you change shoes. So for a small That's part true. of time, you're barefoot. Yeah, no, but you've got socks on the whole time. Normally, I mean, you need bowling socks on, Zach. Are we going to say barefoot bowls? Oh. <laughs> I mean... It's it, not often you do that at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night, but it's possible. Uh, I feel like we can lock in that we got it wrong if we go with it, but I'm happy to if you want to. <laughs> yeah, do you let's want, do it. Hannah, were you at Barefoot Bowls? <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> what was it? I was at cheerleading practice. Cheerleading practice. I uh, mean, physical activity. We're in the right realm, aren't we? That's an odd one, too. We haven't got that before. We so haven't. I feel like, you know, we can be forgiven. Uh, Annie's our next contestant. Annie, I want to know, what sort of sounds could you hear where you've been? Uh, a lot of loud music. Loud mm. music. Okay. And Annie, would this location be a location someone might check in on Facebook at? Yes, definitely. Ooh. Loud music. You're checking <laughs> there on Facebook. I think we can rule out libraries at this stage. Yep. I don't think she's been in a library. Um, <laughs> uh, Annie, what were most people there wearing? Um, I'd say just casual clothes. Casual clothes. So loud music, casual clothes, and you're checking there on Facebook. Yeah, it has to be a gig, surely. I was going to say club. a club. A club no, or not, a gig. Not on a Thursday night at 10.30. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Sorry. You could go to a club on a Wednesday night, couldn't you? you? Uh, at 10.30? Uh, <laughs> maybe not. No, look, it's got to be a gig. And it's I don't know gig. I don't know what sort of gig. Do we need to be that specific? No, no, no. Just, like, uh, just a gig. That's fine. We haven't got one right in a few weeks. Like, this would be massive if it's right. Annie, have you been at a gig? Uh, I went to the circus. 
Cirque du Soleil. Oh, uh, no. no. That's not a gig? No, I'm not saying The clowns no. are putting on a performance? Cirque du Soleil isn't a gig. That's a show. That's a concert. It's a very different. It's a fine line, but they're very different things. Mm, I well, thought we'd get that one. <laughs> Demi's in camera, Zaki. She's our last chance for a win tonight. You got the first question? Now, Demi, do you have your own car park at this building? No, I don't. No. No, no car park. Okay. First in best dress. Okay. Oh, that makes it sound like work, doesn't it? I yeah, don't know. Certainly. Um, well, it's a bit late for work. But... Oh, no? Okay. Demi throwing no. us off the. Um, Demi, what are the odds of you wanting to go to this place on your birthday? Um, well, let's say I can't go to this place on my birthday because the last time I'll be able to go to this place is Saturday night. So for a limited time. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. shutting down on Saturday night. Whatever this thing is, is finishing oh, on Saturday night. I think night. it's like a show, like a run, you, well, you got like one more a musical. Question. You got one more question. Do you want to? Do you want to? <laughs> what have you got for this? Demi, was anyone yeah. singing there? There were people singing, lots of them. Yeah. Oh, people it's a sing- musical, definitely, Tom. Oh, what musicals are in in Canberra at the moment? No, we don't need to know that. Like, we just need to know enough? the building, like concert hall, or okay. like what would you say? Where the theatre? Do you want to say musical? I think musical's good enough. Okay, Demi, we think it's a musical. It is a musical. Yes! <laughs> yes! Come on! Um, yeah. We just finished. What was the musical? Um, Chicago. So if you're in Canberra, come see us. It's almost booked out. <laughs> oh, are you in Chicago, Demi? I am in, well, in Canberra, in the musical, yeah. Oh, oh well, with the celebration, Demi, oh. could you sing us out a bit of a tune? <laughs> oh, look, I'm only reporter number two, so, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm pretty important, but... Oh, well, I, I've got a, the high, most high-profile guest we've had on the show as well, I so. think so. Our biggest guest oh, ever. finally, a win. This segment's got legs again. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Zach, I went out for dinner over the weekend and I might have run into the most honest waiter of all time, okay. which is, it's always a good thing to do because you can, whenever you ask the waiter for recommendations or maybe what the, the best wine is on the menu, you never know when you're getting the truth. Do you feel like that they're trying to trick you? Oh, they'll always say the most expensive glass of wine. Don't, don't you notice that? I've never asked your opinion. I make up right. my own mind. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't do that, which is why I was surprised when this waiter on the weekend, I said, what's the best thing on the, the menu, right? And he starts, what do you mean, what's the best thing? Oh, what's your Do you favorite? feel like well, chicken? <laughs> do you feel like beef? There's no objective best well, thing. If there was a best thing, they would only have one thing on the menu. <laughs> I thought maybe he'd have a favorite dish, right? So I asked him, what's, what's your favorite thing on the menu? And he looks at the menu and he starts going through it. He looks at the chicken. He's like, mm, I don't like that one. Goes to the beef. Not a fan of that one. There's like a lamb chop. <laughs> no, that's not very good at all. He goes through the whole menu yeah. and says he doesn't like anything on there. Is he trying to get fired? <laughs> is this like some ploy that he's done? I couldn't figure out what was going on because he gets to the last one, which was a risotto, and he said, oh, that's not good at all. Oh, that's everything, isn't it? <laughs> right? And he's just said nothing on the menu is any good. So now I'm like, well, am I ordering the one that you paid out the least? Is that my strategy now? So what did you do? I, I ordered the one he paid out the least. What was that? It was a rice dish. It was like some sort of stir fry. And you know what? He was right. It wasn't very good. <laughs> so at least, I mean, at, at all else, at least he's honest. So what would you rather? Would you rather him go, you know what? You guys have made a bad decision tonight. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't actually come here if I were you. <laughs> yeah. Or do you want him to go like, oh, great choice. Uh, I would, uh, to be honest, I like the honesty. I just wish he hadn't taken my order. I wish he'd been like, no, 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 I'm serious. These aren't just bad. Get up, leave the restaurant. There's a great place around the corner. When he came and picked up your plates, was he like, man, told you so. (laughs) Pretty bad, wasn't it? (laughs) You're not going to be wanting a doggy bag.
I know that for sure. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Emma Watson spoke about Macca's birthday parties. Oh my God, it was like my childhood. It's like my friend's childhoods. There's something like so sacred about those things that have been part of our lives since before we can even remember. Also, Mariah Carey is getting ready to yell at the umpires at the football this weekend. I have to stay in bed two days before that and really, really rest my voice. And I can't talk to anybody, so I just have to text message everybody. So it's really boring, but it's actually good for my good for my throat. And Donald Trump isn't happy with this season of The Biggest Loser. And frankly, I'm disgusted with it and I'm tired of seeing it and there's no reason for it. It's just gross. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the podcast before, you'd know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, aka the Collective Noun Forum, aka the happiest place on the internet. All you have to do to get onto the Collective Noun Forum, Zach, is pay your price of admission. That is a five star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Once you leave that, you're into the forum and you can write whatever you want. Uh, we're starting tonight with, I listen to your podcast, Zach, who, uh, who wants to talk about Christmas because he wants to let us know that he and his wife sing a song to their son every night before he goes to bed. And apparently since last Christmas, his song of choice is two Christmas carols. That's what he wants every night, two different Christmas carols. And the question that I listen to your podcast has for us is uh, he, he wants me to comment on what I would do if my son in the future were to ask for this, um, considering my very firm rules on not singing Christmas carols except in the Christmas period. It's very confusing because at the start mm. I was like, well, this is a silly question. Dom, <laughs> that would be Dom's dream for his little boy to look up to him and oh. ask for um, you know, the 12 days of Christmas, right? Well, we've spoken a lot about my intense love of Christmas on the show. I will raise a family in the North Pole. I did forget about your rule about no Christmas carols until December. Uh, no, no, no. No, you can work some in. Remember, it's November every year I pop out the yeah, Blue I'm not CD. super across. <laughs> Do you need me to print them out for you and frame them, the rules? Uh, yeah, you're pretending like you haven't done that already. <laughs> No. I won't put them up in my apartment. That's the line I'm drawing. <laughs> there is a day every year that I start with a Buble CD, but then slowly you work them in. But the point is, March is way too early so for Christmas So how would carols. you feel about that? If your um, little boy, he that's what makes him go to sleep, so it's helpful for the family. It is helpful, but, you know, kids need to learn. And you've got to put oh, discipline in. He's harsh. <laughs> you've got to put discipline in early. Otherwise, maybe yeah. they're going to so want... So you're explaining to what, like a little toddler, you go, you're going to hate me now, but come around December... <laughs> You're going to enjoy these so much more. <laughs> and maybe what I could do is make my toddler's room soundproof so I don't hear them and play them through a CD player. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I think you have to sing them. Is that less less tender and less I think caring? so. That sounds a bit cold. <laughs> what if I record myself singing them in December and play yeah, that Yeah, you could do him? that. There we go. He might grow up with some <laughs> bit of a weird, you know, <laughs> kind of development because, you know... There was a teddy bear that looked like dad that had a tape recorder in it. <laughs> uh, look, Here's can... a good analogy for you, though. What yeah. you could explain to the kid mm. if you wanted to go down that path yeah. is you're like, it's like, well, we have to, we wait till after dinner to have our dessert. That's true. Do you know what I mean? So you go, because we're going to enjoy it so much more mm. after we've had our veggies. That's true. So you've got to get through the year. That's and a And then point. in December, you have your dessert. What a great analogy for the year. I think we're just coming out of the entree of the year at the moment, actually, yep, 2017. And we're just about to move into the main course. Main course is a heavy meal. That yep. takes us from April all the way through to mid-October. And are we doing an alternate drop? 
Uh, <laughs> I think we are. One person gets a good middle of the year, the next person doesn't. <laughs> Last year was an awful one, actually, because the, sh- <laughs> the chefs just baked a lot of awful meals. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it is interesting because I think mid-October, when the shops start coming out with Christmas decorations, that's when dessert starts coming out. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So we can save it for then. That's when I start getting food poisoning. <laughs> Uh, do you think we've cleared it up though? That clears the Christmas. Yeah, I think that answers it. Yep. Um, and I love, by the way, I do love a bit of Christmas chat in March. Just a <laughs> just a flirtation with it. it. Does get me pumped already for the next Christmas season. Our next review on the forum, Zach, comes from Norway, which I think is our first uh, time the podcast has made its way to Norway. I would love to go to Norway. So let's try to develop a bit of a following there. <laughs> Oh, that's a great idea. We'll touch on that in a minute. This is from Catherine, who wants to say that she uh, found the page on Facebook, but she's got a question for us. And this is a bit personal for the two of us. She wants to know if we knew each other before we started working in radio and what we thought of each other. I think we might have told the story once or twice before on the show, Zach, but a quick rehash if you haven't heard how we met. Uh, the first time I ever saw you, Dom, was in a uni tutorial. Mm. It was creative nonfiction. I remember (laughs) the class even. I was put into a group with you, Dom. Mm. You never came back. Well, that's true. I did go to the first tutorial and then I disappeared after that. And that significantly stuffed up my grade. (laughs) I was never a great university student. Do you think I would have got a better grade Mm. if you were in the group or out of the group? Oh, you did better without me. (laughs) Let's be honest. You would have struggled with me there. It was an interesting thing for me as well, because I had never experienced that side of being let down in a group assignment. (laughs) I had always been the person letting them down. I actually found some emails on my email account recently from like uni days of group assignments. And I was just like... I think I need to apologize to those people. <laughs> uh, but look, now that was how we, we first, we never really met in that class, but I guess we were in proximity of each other. And then I uh, met at a, a smaller radio station where you were doing the night show and I was just walking around the building stealing from the promo fridge, if we're <laughs> honest. Well, you were doing that. You're doing another show after me, weren't you? Yeah. And as they say, the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, and here we are today. What a story we have. I used to have shows next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> they molded together. Yeah. Now the show's together. And it's uh, I'm enjoying it. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's good. It's going well. So thank you so much, Catherine from Norway. Uh, also, a thank you to Shani93, who has gotten in touch on the forum saying they've been enjoying listening in recently. And uh, lastly on the forum, Zach, Lady Jane 95 has left a review. Uh, basically, we, I think we, we mentioned last week on the show or the week before that, you know, coming up with segments for the show is really hard work. And if you have any ideas for segments, please feel free to get in touch. Have they done that? Yes. Have they pitched a segment? Lady Jane 95 has sent through some segment ideas. Oh, I love it. And I'd love are, to hear them. These are good. I yep. think we should get these made up as, as open as pretty shortly. Uh, firstly, history true or myth? Okay. I think the idea would be, she hasn't given explanations, so I'm just assuming. Okay. Well, that's, that's great. We can guess what the segment is. <laughs> that's so true. let's say um, we give a historical story. Yep. And the other person has to guess whether that was made up or true. Yep. Because a lot of, I mean, I guess the idea is a lot of crazy things happen through history. It'd be hard to know all of them, wouldn't it? It's a very interesting segment. I would enjoy that. <laughs> More interesting than anything we're currently doing, <laughs> fair to say. Uh, Royal out of context news. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the reason for, I mean, maybe if there's a big, that's a variation, I guess. So we would have the queen, Uh, you'd have, um, I've got to say actually on that one, sorry, lady Jane 95, but I did look through interviews and, and speeches by the queen for out of context news a few months ago. She is so proper with her words that she is impossible to take out of context. Well, it's not necessarily the Queen. Mm. I mean, we could have Australian royalty. Warnie. Yeah. <laughs> Who else is Australian royalty? Koshy. Warnie and Koshy, of course. The two kings. Um, and then the queens would be Tracy Grimshaw. Of course, of course Tracy Grimshaw <laughs> rules over this nation beautifully. So we've got and, Warnie, Koshy, Tracy Grimshaw. And we need another female, I reckon. Carrie Ann. 
Carrie Ann Kennelly. <laughs> I mean, it is weird. Those that... are the <laughs> men and women who watch over Australia. <laughs> it is weird that two of Australia's four members of royalty have hosted uh, morning TV shows of varying quality. Yeah, that's how you get to be king <laughs> or queen. Okay, and Tracy Grimshaw's done hers at the other end of the day, as has Warney when he hosted his brief talk show. For what, two episodes? <laughs> I think that's how it lasted for. If there is a goal of this show, in fact, I'm going to make this claim. If we can get in the same room, Tracy Grimshaw, Carrie Ann Kennelly, Koshi and Warney in a photo shoot. That's like a full house in <laughs> poker. Do you know what I mean? That's getting oh, all of them. If we can get a photo of them all dressed up in royal garments in the same room together, I will walk away from this job. I'll hang up the headphones because I'll have achieved everything I want to achieve. You know when you're a kid and we were collecting Pokemon cards <laughs> yes. and you'd get those folders and you had to get every <laughs> single one. Yep. Those four guys. Yep. That's how the, the four that we're going after for this show. Yeah. Okay. So that's the Australian. I, I don't know how that touches on Royal Out of Context News, but we no, have. But see, that's how ideas develop. <laughs> it's a brainstorm. Uh, and the last one they've suggested is Australian town name or made up name. That's actually could work. That's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> because, you know, this, this whole this, uh, show we do does go to the whole country and occasionally people call through and our producer, Michael, will write the town name they're from underneath the call. And I haven't heard of some of them. I've got to be honest. What we could do also, Dom, just mm. getting the ball rolling here. Go for it, yeah. Is we could ask for people from that town to call up to prove that it's real. That's true. See? That's not a bad idea. Um, well, do you want to write those ones down? And I'm writing them down now. You. Squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. Thank you, Lady Jane, for that getting in touch. That was my pen, not my <laughs> mouth. Uh, and look, that does wrap up the forum for another edition. Uh, if you don't want to get in touch, all you have to do is go to iTunes, uh, search for Collective Noun in the podcast store, leave your five-star rating, whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, look, if you have just tuned in, you've tuned in right in the middle of possibly the greatest love story of all time or a massive scam. We're trying to catch a scammer, red-handed Dom, mm. about a week ago, you got a mysterious email from... Random email, unsolicited. A, a woman in Russia who wants to find a partner. She's interested in you yes, without knowing anything about you. Randomly said she found my email address on a dating site. Possible. I have signed up to a few over time. And you were instantly thinking it was a scam. And I thought it might have been legitimate that she's looking for love. We've followed this over the past week, Zach. We've done numerous things to try to prove whether or not she's actually looking for love. And we haven't been able to say definitively mm. it is or it isn't a scam. Yes. So, Dom, what you sent to her mm. was you said <laughs> that you were coming to Russia. Mm. And you would like to meet up. <laughs> this is my thinking. Surely any scam artist worth their salt is going to avoid, at all costs, a face-to-face -face meeting. That is their worst case scenario because they don't exist. They're not who they're saying they are. So I thought if I put the offer out there, Zach, and say, hey, I'm going to Russia, let's catch up. Surely, surely she'll try to get out of it and won't agree. Okay. Well, I have, fresh off the press, mm. the follow-up email this Russian lady has sent you, Dom. From Russia with love. Dom, you have just said that you are going to Russia. You'd mm. like to meet up. Yes. Victoria says, what city you come? Yes. I like to meet you. Oh my gosh. Send you photo. <laughs> Does that mean she's going to send you a photo or she wants a photo of you? She wants a photo of me. Now, now to begin with, shocking. Like, uh, you must say after reading that first reply, mm. she she's looking less and less like a scammer by the minute. But do you know what? Like, if it's not a scam, I'm more confused. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you know what I mean? A scam makes sense to me. <laughs> this just seems so random if it's not a scam. A lot of it does seem random. So what, what did I reply with then? You say, I'm going to a few different places. Yeah. What part of Russia are you in? 
I will see if I can include it on my trip. <laughs> my, my trip around Russia. I have attached a photo of myself with my grandfather. Yep. And there's a picture of you and um, Stefan, the hairdresser. <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone will know who that is, but it's a celebrity from Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's a strange picture to send. Her. Not well, exactly what you'd have on your dating profile. <laughs> it's the first picture I found of myself. Okay. And you were in the photo initially too. I cropped you out. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yep. Okay. She replies with... I'm not sure. I can't even pronounce the city she's in. Just a Russian city. She's in this Russian city. Yeah. Tell me the name of the places where you go. And that's where we currently leave it. She is keen for a meetup. She's told me her location, Zach. I don't know what we do from here. I think this is proof. I'm now convinced. Why would she want to meet up with you? You literally have nothing. (laughs) You haven't talked at all. (laughs) This is literally a random person that she sent an email to. Yeah. And you've replied with, would you like to meet up? And she said, sure. She doesn't. She has no idea. She's looking for love. But what? Starting with you and going through every person (laughs) in the world? Maybe she's just alphabetically gone through all the email addresses. She's made her way to the the D's and she's at Dom. That's what has happened right now, Zach. So here's what. I need to plan my next step from here. Mm. I'm obviously not going to Russia. Well, I don't know. You told her that you were. (laughs) Yeah. I I recommended that you didn't do that, but you didn't (laughs) take my advice. I can't go to Russia. Uh, I don't have the finances for that or the approval from the government. I wonder... I totally... I don't. It's totally not legit. So is there... The the emails are just like... They're just so strange. Well, okay. If there is one last grasp that we can do here to confirm for, for sure whether or not she's a scam or real. Can anything come to your mind or do you think I tap out at this stage? <sighs> Gee, I don't know. I it's just she's giving you such little information. That's my, that's my whole point. It's just like so hard. It's hard for me to know. What if I ask her for a phone chat? Yes, that's a good idea. You think that might work? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm... if you can hear her yes. voice on the other end and it is a female, mm. <laughs> she is who she says she is, then you can have a chat and as well. We're pretty convinced she's using Google Translate to send these emails. True. So, no, what you should ask is for Skype. Skype. So you can see. That's good. Okay, I'm going to reply to Victoria tonight and, and say, before I commit to this, I want to chat via Skype mm. and see what I get back from her. It would be great if you did a Skype. Oh, also, I've got three contacts on Skype. I can add a fourth. <laughs> this will be exciting. <laughs> okay, well we'll, well, we'll do that. This is exciting. I might finally be able to confirm whether this woman's real uh, or not. D- to be honest with you, the more the emails go, the more confused I get. <laughs> it was meant to bring clarity. It's I'm a labyrinth. Just, there's more and more questions I have now. Well, hopefully we'll get answers uh, shortly. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I saw one of my favourite business names ever the other day. Hmm. A van went past and this name was on the back of the van. Okay. I took a picture. Um, I'm a little bit confused about it. Yep. I want to know your thoughts on it. I'm about to send you the picture. So do you want to get up your Facebook messenger there? Sure. Um, Okay. So what what sort of business are we talking? Uh, It's a trade. It's a trade? I think a trade-ish. Okay. Okay. I'm sending the picture through. Yep. Tell me what you see. Uh, Zach sent a photo is what I... Here we go. Well, okay. It's a plain white van yes. with no logo, just the wording, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> <Mister> Floor Sander. <laughs> isn't that confusing? Well, it's not, I guess it's not confusing. It's as clear as it can be. But isn't that an odd business name? 
Okay, so obviously he does floor sanding. Here's my thoughts. Right. There's two avenues of how he could have come up with his name. <laughs> yep. The first one is that he was at the office where you have to put in your name for your business. <laughs> yep. He hadn't thought of it up to that point. The lady said, what's the business name? And he went, oh, no. <laughs> and he's gone, uh, Mr. Floor Sander. <laughs> yep. The second one is that maybe his parents had a great vision for his life. <laughs> You know, that this guy's name is first name Floor, last name Sander, and oh. the baby came out, and they go, you know what? We know what career this guy's going to have. You wouldn't want to be pigeonholed, though, would you? Imagine if he'd wanted to be an actor, or if he <laughs> wanted to be a performer. No, son. This is the funny thing, too. Like, we're just assuming that he's a Floor Sander. That's true. Because of the name. What happens if that actually is his name, oh. but he's a lawyer, <laughs> and he keeps getting calls <laughs> about people who want to sand his floor? I mean, it's possible. How many lawyers do you know who go around in nondescript white vans, though? <laughs> That's true. Less they're doing very particular cases. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, you've probably seen the big news going around the past few days that Neighbours might be in jeopardy. Wouldn't that be a tragedy? Well, apparently it, it airs in the UK and they get $500 million over like 10 years from the UK. And that basically pays for the show. Without the UK, there is no Neighbours and the UK aren't sure they want Neighbours anymore. Really? You know who I'm most worried for? Mm. Toady. Of course. He's been around <laughs> on that show for so long. He's a veteran. What would he do? What would he do if he left Ramsey Street? I don't know if Tony has a life outside of Ramsey Street. This no. is this is my concern, right? It's like when they shut down an organisation and they're like, but Bill's been working here for 30 years. That's right. <laughs> you can't take this away from Bill. That's Tony. Yeah. But here's my theory. I don't think Neighbours is going anywhere. Okay. My reasoning is, I've been a big Neighbours fan uh, over the years, right? I've watched uh, a few seasons of it. This, to me, just sounds like a perfectly orchestrated Neighbours plot. Okay, what? You think Neighbours is coming back from the dead? <laughs> That's what I think. I, doesn't it sound so typical of Neighbours to say, yeah, the show is going to be cancelled? Yeah. And then, against all odds, with no logical explanation of how it's happened, it will find its way back onto TV. No, what would happen <laughs> yep. is that Neighbours would disappear for a while. <laughs> And then it would come back and look totally different, yes. but you were expected just to believe that it was the same show. <laughs> or maybe Neighbours has an identical twin show that we've never heard about, and that identical twin show will come along. <laughs> that is all we've got time for on the show tonight. If you do want to hear the whole podcast, uh, you can search for Collective Down on iTunes and download it there. Until tomorrow night, that's us out. Bye. From Collective Noun, grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.